Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, of course, will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, no spoilers. We'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to that big NFL story in a second. But I got to say... I think you know you ever you ever eat a dinner that you're looking forward to and at the end you ate a lot and you go I really wasn't happy with what I ate. You know, I thought it was going to be in the idea of it was sure. great and I thought but it just it uh, I I don't know. This it just, I feel very unsatisfied. And all you can do the worst part is at least for me is that I'm not hungry, so I got to wait to eat again to make up for the meal that oh, I just okay. had. Like, my next meal is going to be big, right? But, but right now, I'm feeling so unfulfilled. I should have more. What I let you f- down, man? Yeah, what? I kind of felt that way after finishing Ahsoka. I kind of felt oh. that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I haven't I, started it yet. It's on the list for uh, I, this I, weekend. I watched it, and I said, what is, what is this for? What, 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 what was this entire thing for? And, and uh, unless the only reason they had this was to lead up to the big Star Wars movie that's going to uh, finish the stories of Ahsoka and the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, and that's supposed to be this big thing that, that Dave Filoni is doing. But I'm, I watch Ahsoka and I go, there's so many things that just don't make sense. And, and, and that don't make sense, but it, it makes sense. Why do, why do they even have this show? 
Like why? Uh, what? 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 What is happening? Like, I've gotten know. really good at just. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to piece it all together and give it a big thought piece kind of thing. It's like, ah, eh, it's entertaining. No, it's no, it's not that. It's like it's like what happened? Like, yeah, there's like, like there's what Yoda. happened? You know, like like I go this all the time. Like when I talk about the fifth book of Harry Potter, the Order of the Phoenix, which is a great movie, which is phenomenal because the book like nothing happened. Like I'm like nothing. <laughs> why do people say nothing? This book was 700 pages long, and there was absolutely nothing that happened. Right. So well, that's hey, why man, I believe, inspired by Dickens. What do you I mean, want? The, 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 I'm paid by the word. <laughs> nothing happened. Why? There was no need for this book at all. There was no need at all. And I look at Ahsoka and I go, What really happened? What really happened? I don't understand. What really happened? I don't. Oh, man. Like, it was fun if you watch Star Wars Rebels, and it was they certainly put a lot of money into it, and the sets look really good. Mm-hmm. But just overall, I walk away, I'm, I'm unsatisfied. I really, I'm unsatisfied. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm to hear that, buddy. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be about something you ate, so you were going to justify a, a run, you know, toward, toward the border or a Big Mac. Yeah, right. Oh, no, I'd run for a Big Mac, man. You know, you showed me that monster Big Mac thing the other the night. The Monster Mac? Yeah, the Monster Mac that's like eight pieces of meat and then yeah. eight pieces of cheese. Like, where can I – you showed me a picture. You never told I me I think you I have to ask, that. buddy. I think I think it's one of those, you know, hey, it's it's on the menu, and like it's, but it's you got to find a place that, that has a the clue. hidden menu? Like, yeah. I can get that and the, and the uh, chocolate sheet cake? And, and the sheet cake. Yeah, you got to get the – and we got to make sure we pronounce that properly, even in yeah. Safe Harbor. That monster, that monster Mac looked awesome, man. I'll tell you. Like my, eight, eight patties, eight yeah. slices of cheese. Yeah, it comes See, with I, uh, legal forms you have to fill out. No, and I would even go. I would even go with this and make Alex Tyshirt happy. I would say, listen, listen. I know it's eight patties and eight slices of cheese, but what if? What if? Uh, what if you cut like three or four of the patties and just gave me three or four more slices of cheese instead? All right, okay, that's that's better for me, right? It's like it's like I'm eating healthy. Well, hey, the cholesterol's still going to get you though. Yeah, but it's still better off than eating the meat. It's kind of right? like that beverage you got me that one night, that Starbucks drink that had cholesterol. Hey, <laughs> you said to me, it was a get coffee me a, drink, man. You said get me a coffee drink that's something double or triple shot, yeah. and I brought you a triple shot yeah. coffee drink that did have cholesterol. <laughs> and, as and, an I, and I drank half of it before I looked but, at the ingredients because I thought I was going blind. Look, um, the other I thing did that exactly what you wanted. <laughs> Did. Dude, don't blame me. I no. followed directions to the I, letter. I, look, I asked, and uh, that was answered. Uh, but you did. Uh, we did bury the lead. McRib is returning. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, no, we're never having the McRib. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll wait. It'll come back in a year or so, whatever it is. Yeah, The McRib is gone. It's that. Right, right, right. Just like the McRib and farewell concerts, two things to never believe in. The surviving the members of a band yeah. that once upon a time. What are they? They're all their grandsons. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like the band at all. And none of them can play instruments. But, hey, you're, you're, seeing, you're seeing the band. You're seeing the band. Well, but, like, uh, you know, just a, a case in point. You know me, a big concert goer, right? So very excited when things get announced. And, and the girls and I were going back, my daughters and I, for those. Uh, they're teenagers for the uninitiated. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the family. Uh, and I got to think, hey, the Eagles are coming back. Okay, cool. Vince Gill, we've talked about it on the show before. A couple more uh, shows here in L.A. in January. But opening for them, Steely Dan. Walter Becker ain't walking through that door. They're opening for the Eagles. Yeah. Is Chevy Chase playing drums, or do people still hate him? (laughs) You know what? He's on the comeback trail. He's been showing up at a lot of these uh, conventions and getting some love. 
Yeah. So he's getting back in the podcasts and whatever. He's never going to reconcile anything with the uh, people from community. No, no, no. That's what I want. I want him to be on a a, a community podcast. That's what I want him to be on. I want want him to be on the reboot of community. That's what I want. Let's see that. Let's see that. that, that, Well, I mean, they are going to do that movie, and I guess they're moving production to Atlanta because that was the only way they were going to be able to get Donald Glover. Mm. Uh, So – Part of the Star Wars universe. See how it, it all that, ties together. That is, you, you know what, you're right about this. He, he is Lando. Lando. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, we talked last hour about the NFL apologizing for all their Taylor Swift coverage, which we told you was stupid because it's just people that want to hate for no reason other than I like to hate things. Uh, the overcoverage of Taylor Swift has been a ridiculous topic the last few days. But you want to get ridiculous. You want to get really ridiculous. You want to get nuts? Let's Here's get nuts. The, Here's the Travis Jason Kelsey podcast, which is now the number one podcast on iTunes, uh, that talked about Taylor Swift. Look, we know Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift in some kind of relationship. There was pictures of Travis Kelsey leaving Taylor Swift's apartment in, in New York City before the game Sunday night against the Jets and all of these things. And there's been a backlash, especially on social media, of people who are up to, oh, it's too much coverage of Taylor Swift, blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey they read too much of their own Twitter accounts, and they wanted to kind of fight back against people who think there's too much Taylor Swift coverage by saying, hey, we agree with you. Wait, what? Take a listen. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? Not I think, take away, I think everybody's take away just like overwhelmed your feelings with for Taylor. What is your honest <laughs> opinion on how the NFL is treating celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. You know, I think uh, I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to to what you're watching. But at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure, especially my situation. Right. I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it. And um, a lot of uh, a lot of the people watching. Go ahead. Let's hear it. I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games like basketball has to figure it out. They're all courtside. They're sitting there. They show them once or twice, and then and then they but they get back to the game. The NFL is like, oh, look at all these A-list celebrities in the game. Keep showing them. Show them. Show them. Show them. Dude, listen. You show them once. Let them know they're there. Maybe after a touchdown, you get a little clip. But it, you can't. You can't be overboard with it. Yeah. People are there to watch the game, right? Okay. First things first. I will say this. Doesn't Jason Kelsey sound a little bit like Jay Glazer? Yeah, a little bit of so. Jay, like when Jay comes on and he's and he's you know because Jay's been talking all day and he comes out a little bit of Jay Glazer, right? A little bit of Jay Glazer out Jason Kelsey. Uh, he's just he's just being ridiculously uh, uh, out of out of touch. I mean, come on, man. First of all, to say, oh, don't show them as much, really. So you're on board with people who want to complain that they're showing the people too much in the crowd. Let me get let me get it straight that that's what you're complaining about. You're complaining about they're showing her too much. They're showing too much of her in a crowd cutaway. That's what you're complaining about. You know what? Jason Kelsey is someone I can already tell. He's someone that cares so much about what people say about him, and he's someone that sees in social media when people say. I can't believe I can't believe this because this is a stupid thing to stand up for. Oh, the, the, the NFL doesn't know how to figure out how to show people at a game. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, well, we don't know. What, how do we do we show a person? The, the sports have been showing celebrities at games forever. For all it is, is a cutaway into the crowd. That's all it is. We don't miss a home run. We're not missing a dunk. We're not missing a big three. We're not missing anything else. It's a cutaway into the crowd. This is Jason. 
Kelsey is like, oh, man, people don't like me on social media. For that. You know what? If you, if you can't take people telling you you suck, get off of social media, right? That's the Jason Kelsey part. The Travis Kelsey part, dude, you need to be quiet as well because it wasn't too much Taylor Swift coverage when your jersey sales were going up 400%, when your podcast was going to number one in iTunes, when you were gaining 300,000 followers or 500,000 followers on social media and your brand and the money you made the last couple of weeks increased tremendously. It wasn't too much for you then. wasn't too much for her then, but it's too much. Now it's, oh, now it's a little bit too much because now you've gotten what you wanted out of the publicity, right? You've got what you want. Your, your, your podcast and your, public, and, and, your, and your jersey. No, now it's a little bit too much. No, no, stop, man. Can't have it both ways. You wanted this. You embraced it. You fed it. And you, and you got a lot of big things off it. If you really weren't happy, you would have said something last week. When, whoa, 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 whoa. This is my private life and Taylor and I. No, no. But you had more, you had more than enough. She was at the game with your mom in a suite. I don't think anybody twisted anybody's uh, arm to say, hey, mom, you want to be in a suite with Taylor Swift and watch a game together? Oh, here we are walking out of the game together um, after, we, after we play against the Bears. You could have got you could have left the game under cover of darkness you didn't have to be have to be a video of you coming out of the game you want no you wanted this man and now suddenly because you're upset that people are having backlash on social media ignore those fools right but especially you who got a lot out of it to now say oh hey let's back off dude come on man i mean really just 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 be be a man about it well, that's the thing. You know, profess the, the love that Kelsey's are entertaining. Former guest of the show, Travis Kelsey. We had the photo that we put up at, on X last, uh, last week and all as we, we started talking a little more on all this fun. The big thing here is your podcast, you decided to make it an issue this week. You decided to have your say on it. You could have said nothing and moved on. Let everybody else yell about it. Let guys get excited about it and on their, their different platforms, sports talk radio, sports television, scream as they needed to, get off my lawn, get the pop star out of here, blah, 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 whatever they needed to do. You decided to make that part of you know your tease for this week and a big part of your podcast for this week. So... Take some of the blame yourself. You could have squashed it. You know what you could have done? You could have talked more about holding. You could have asked about Travis being taken down on that last play. What was it like to be body slammed like Andre the Giant or Big John Stud had grabbed hold of you? You could have gone through, talked about the Sauce Gardner thing, really ad nauseum, and you didn't have to address this bit of it at all. But you did. Look, you decided to open this door. You were more than comfortable with it, and now, oh, now let's back. I mean, this is this is out of control. This is it's just out of control with. And in the end, it's not about sh- showing love to her. Like that's the 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 side part. Like she's just there. She showed up at a game. Does she like attention? Absolutely. She's a performer. Right, she shows up in stadiums, seventy thousand large, dominates. In Mexico, they had one where they filled up an extra racetrack that was behind the stadium she was playing because they didn't have enough seats. So they said, "Open the gates," because these people are standing outside. So you might as well at least put them in seats uh, so they sit and, and listen along. So I mean, it's it's that kind of thing. Yes, with that comes great attention. And again, you shot your shot. You hit your the the target of of at least being able to hang out a little bit. 
and now the the greater sporting world wins for it. And for me, I, you know, I'm I'm all for it. You know, it's the the good part of the the, the job when when everybody seemed to be happy until folks decided, no, 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 there's too much positivity here. To hell with that. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. It just irks me that, yeah, oh, no, I'm getting a lot out of this. But now, oh, now everybody's being, being a bit too much because people are saying things on social media. They may not like us. Dude, be a man. Be a grown-ass man about it. Uh, coming up next, hey, we have a big story out of Major League Baseball tonight. And what NFL team is headed not only for a big reboot on the fly, they will do it without their legendary head coach. Book it. It's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, Fox. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll get to a big NFL story coming up in a couple minutes because there's a team that's headed for a great big fall. And wait till we tell you who it is. But 
Tonight we watch in Major League Baseball as the first round of the playoffs come to an end. We had all four series end in two game sweeps. Boo! I mean, it happens. You can't control the games. I mean, Arian Foster, he showed me a script. He said, listen, you're not going to like the first round of the playoffs. Teams win the first two nights. I'm like, okay. Uh, but one of the games, the most interesting thing to me that I was going to pay attention for today was how many people were going to come to the game in Tampa, right? Because yesterday... Game one of the Rays series against the Rangers. You saw the videos that, that, that went viral. Here's what the trop looks like 15 minutes before first pitch, and there were maybe a couple of thousand people in the ballpark. By the time it was all said and done, 19,000 people, which I, I guarantee you was way overestimated. There were less people there than that. 19,000 people counted coming to a ballpark with a 25,000-person uh, capacity. Just think about that for a second. MLB is okay with a team playing in a ballpark with a 25,000-person uh, capacity and, and also not filling it. So here's your What playoff. were the TV ratings? Here's your, here's your first playoff. But baseball cares just about through the turnstile as much as they care about – TV that's ratings, what they tell right? you. They always get that. Well, you know why? Because that's owners saying, wait a minute. These are millions of dollars not going in my pocket. I need I need I need all these. I need a lot. I need 40,000 people at every game. I got to make money. Well, right? so yeah, it's but, but it's the great balancing act in that algorithm. Right. And, and in that overall equation, it's like what's the the share that everybody gets off the television contract? So we have games at 3 p.m. Eastern <laughs> versus the extra couple of dollars per ticket that get divvied up 30 ways yeah. by people showing up. But I'll, right, because they don't get, you know, yeah. 130th of the beer consumption and whatever. It's it's just butts and seat. And obviously, for optics, you'd like them. But I would argue the television revenue uh, probably still uh, yeah, but I, wait, it, waits down their uh, their saddlebags a little but more. It's, but it's more money. It's more money. So what, what do you say about Mr. Burns? I'd give it all for just No, no, no. But the, but the oh, point no. is, if, if it wasn't working. I could have more people. Right. But if it wasn't working, like, for the television side of it, then they'd, they'd not have games in the afternoon, right? If the money wasn't greater on that side, they wouldn't schedule them this way. Mm, I think this was a surprise for Major League Baseball because the Twins played afternoon games. They, they had sellouts, right? Every, everybody everybody did well. well they're Every, thirsty. Did you not hear? They yeah, hadn't the won are, in 18 yes, years. They are very thirsty. But seeing 19,000 people at the game yesterday is embarrassing. It's a bad optic. And we said, hey, five years from now, when they're the Montreal Rays or the Nashville Rays or the Carolina Rays, we'll look back and say this was the night where baseball said, oh, boy, we got we to look at this again. Uh, I wanted to see what the attendance was going to be tonight. After 24 hours of, man, this is really embarrassing for your city that other cities can play during the day and get a lot of fans, but you can't. Today for game two, and the Rays got eliminated, 20,000 people. Just over 20,000 people came to the game today. So after a day of embarrassing, hey, let's rally the troops and let's be proud here. We love baseball in in the Tampa St. Pete market, 20,000 people to a game. Now, this is what I'm going to say. I know that there's a $1.3 billion agreement for, for a ballpark on the table there that's got to be signed off on. but And a giant it, water, you know, like giant, giant facility, you know, yeah. with other entertainment and food options and whatever. But I got to say, is that the best use of $1.3 billion for a team that's going to draw not even half 
of what a re- what a regular season crowd would be for a bad team. I think the Mets' last home game was 40,000, and they've been out of it for two and a half months. Actually, well, but, I mean, hate-watching is a powerful thing. Yeah, I mean, but going to a game and spending money to hate-watch, no, people like to hate-watch from afar. I'm going to hate-watch this thing and not yeah, spend Mets, money. Mets fans are special that way. <laughs> I'm not going to spend money. White Sox fans, stay away. <laughs> Mets fans, nah, they're going to get their pound of flesh. Baseball's got to look at this and go, hang on a second. Is this really the best usage of what we have? Because you can't guarantee me that more people are going to come through the turnstiles and it's going to get any better. Baseball has been in Tampa for a while, and what have they always struggled with? Attendance. Suddenly you're going to build a better ballpark and people are going to come? No. They're not going to come, okay? Baseball in Tampa, you look at this, they are telling you it has seen its day. They were here for a while, and you couldn't break through, and you had a team after a 13-0 and start and a 99-win season, they couldn't even fill a ballpark to, to the extent of what, yep. what a good Knicks game would be. Well, right? but this is, why, this is why you build them, more in line with BMO Stadium here. <laughs> How or the instead, garden or whatever. What does instead, it seat? About 22,000. Uh, instead, just build, just build a water park then or just build just build a just build a, a six flags or something because you know what this is not tenable man if i am montreal or nashville or carolina i'm calling rob manford tomorrow going hey is that thing really going to go forward in tampa we can guarantee you x y and z we are in a better television market you want to talk about television money television market of of raleigh or or nashville hey we are here hey, you know what why don't you why don't you come here look at what we can guarantee i can guarantee you better than what you're getting right there and if I'm baseball I gotta say yeah maybe it's time to listen to that because I look at this and go this is just embarrassing that you can't get more than 19,000 people to a game I mean really I, I, I've watched so many teams see this be the the straw that broke the camel's back right when the whaler I'll tell you this when the whalers moved from Hartford in 1995 I'm taking you back to the 90s right my hockey team moved from Carolina to uh, from from Hartford to Carolina the owner at the time, Peter Carmanos, bought the team, and there was rumors, oh, is he going to move the team? Is he not? And the second night of the season, right, second night, so second, second home game of the season was going to be against the Blues. And the, when the Whalers had just traded for Brendan Shanahan and a couple of other guys, and it was a big, hey, let's say thank you to the Blues for these guys because Brendan Shanahan was a great player and the Whalers got it. It was so exciting. And they built this up for the longest time on the radio and TV. Make sure to come out. We're going to say thank you to the Blues for Brendan Shanahan. And we have all these things planned, everything else. And I think they got about 9,000 people to the game. And right after that was when all of a sudden the machinations went forward, I'm moving this team. And a, a year and a half later, he moved the team to Carolina. And, and it was gone. I mean, this is how it goes. This is how it goes. When you can't do this, you can't tell me, oh, wait, we can't draw people here. But spending $1.5 billion, yes, that's going to get people there. No, that's, that's too much of a gamble from what I've seen for 20 years, which is we can't get people into the ball. Yeah, it becomes another concert venue and, and everything else. So they make money. And you're thinking about the optics of MLP. <laughs> it's like the Bears. They don't care about the rest of the NFL. They want their share of the pie instead of the Chicago Park District. Would you Would you believe this? No, that's true, right? They can have a monster truck rally. Taylor Swift sold out, I think, three concerts there. They don't get a dime of any of that. And they let the facility be used by high school football tournaments uh, and games and all sorts of other things. Uh, the field gets torn up. Guess what? There's no compensation for that. There's no consideration for that. It all goes back into the city. But I digress. Uh, would you believe 
that the 17,781 average attendance, this is according to BaseballReference.com, for the 2023 version of these Tampa Bay Rays is the highest average they've had since 2014? Telling you, man, it's it's. I mean, they've gotten jaded with all of this playoff success, yes, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, we don't need to go. Because you yeah, go it's back, all good. Well, two thousand eight, right? They they go and they lose in the World Series. They average twenty two three. That was uh, Disney's Wide World of Sports Tropicana Field. Uh, you know, they, they had a couple of games, whatever. The next year, twenty three thousand one forty eight. Little bump based on going to the World Series. Great. Then another twenty three thousand. Uh, average attendance year where they lost in the divisional round. The next year, they were down to nearly 19,000 because they lost in the divisional round. 19,000 the next year. 18,000 in 2013 when they again lost in the divisional round. And then 17,858. That's the highest it's been until this year, since 2014. I'm telling you, Montreal, Nashville, Make calls. Make calls. I'm curious, uh, though. I mean, because it does have all those other ancillary parts, yeah, right? With, sure. with those uh, communities still build it uh, as a non-baseball <laughs> entity. <laughs> you know, do you look at it for, you know, $1.3 billion is the stadium plus as it's been relayed. Now, the curiosity is... You know, when we see the sticker shock out here, what was it? Almost $5 billion, five and a half for what SoFi became. Pretty crazy, right? Cost of real estate here in Los Angeles. Exit out about a fresca. Exit swollen. Don't make your phone calls because clearly this is not going to work. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Look, we've talked a lot this year uh, about Bill Belichick, right? You talk about being ahead of the curve, that should be the show. And that Bill Belichick is coaching for his New England Patriots life this year. Bob Kraft is not that patient. The team has not gotten better since Tom Brady left. And you have seen Bill Belichick picking out the groceries, preparing the dinner, and it's not gone well. The team is devoid of talent. They're not any closer to winning than they were three years ago when this big uh, reorganization and and jump on the fly started. And a story today makes me look at Belichick a little bit differently, right? Because for the longest time, we talked about how he wants to win a certain way, right? He wants to win with a lack of talent. He wants to win with a quarterback that nobody thinks is any good because he wants to be the guy. I'm the real reason behind the Patriots dynasty. There's there's no other reason why he shouldn't be going out trying to get star football players, right? He, should, he had star football players with Brady. He went out and got other guys. They signed guys to big money contracts that were big star players. But now he's not doing it because he wants to win his way. But a story today makes you look at Belichick a little bit differently. Um, an anonymous NFL executive says that Mac Jones is being uh, not treated the right way in New England when it comes to being put in position to succeed, where he succeeded at Alabama running a certain kind of offense and the Patriots have been putting him square peg into round hole, trying to make him fit into a system that doesn't take advantage of his strengths. Right, And usually you want to see a team saying, hey, we take our quarterback. We know all quarterbacks are unique, so we, we have to design our system around him. But what has Belichick done? You know, Mac Jones is our guy. Well, he's given the job as a 
rookie, and then he struggles, and then there's no offensive coordinator, and then a defensive coordinator is offensive coordinator, and it doesn't work. And here's Mac Jones, who is struggling to even stay in the league after getting benched last week. How far away is he from being ex-Patriot starting quarterback Mac Jones? So when I look at it this way, I think of Belichick like I think of Jim Beheim. And when Beheim left Syracuse last year, I was nervous, you know, because, look, the guy's a Hall of Fame coach. The guy's been great for 40 years. And, no, the team hasn't won the last few years. How much of it's on Beheim? How much of it's not? You could debate that. But Adrian Autry is the new head coach. And I read something a week ago uh, at Syracuse.com about how, hey, one thing with basketball practice starting in Syracuse, you're going to see a little bit more modern approach to things defensively, offensively from Autry. Because, you know, look, Bayheim did it his way for a long time. And it was successful for a long time. The 2-3 zone, different, you know, he had his way of doing things. And now I put that phrase stuck with me that, hey, we're going to get a little bit more modern approach now. And suddenly all my concerns about, hey, we're going to do without Bayheim, they kind of go out the window because maybe now this is exactly what Syracuse needed is a jump to the modern era because when a coach knows one way of doing things and he hasn't shown a way to adapt, maybe the game has passed him by. You tell me a way Bill Belichick has adapted the last couple of years. He has not. He has tried to take football back to 1985. I'm going to win with running backs and a quarterback who throws it when I can and try to win with great defense, right? He has not evolved at all. So now I look at Belichick the same way I look at Bayheim. Maybe the game has passed him by. And, and Bayheim stepped away uh, at, at the end of last year, and even he had a little bit of self-reflection. I didn't really coach very well uh, the last few weeks, and, and maybe it's time. And I, I look at Belichick the same way. Uh, maybe it's time. Maybe it's just time. Maybe the game has passed him by because I don't see anything he is doing that is, hey, this is how we get into what football is in 2023. And maybe Gerard Mayo is the guy to bring the Patriots into uh, 2023 and beyond. And maybe bigger players are going to want to come play in New England now, and it's going to be a whole new – don't be afraid of making that decision, and I don't think Bob Kraft is. So if it's another bad year, it could be one of those, you know what, we're going to spend a lot of money in the offseason, and I'm going to have a new head coach because it's, it's not going in the right direction. But maybe, yes, there's Belichick's ego, but maybe the game is passing him by a little bit. And I see that a lot jumping off of that story from today. Well, you had Christian Gonzalez get hurt. He was playing pretty well. Judon goes down, and what's the response? Go trade for J.C. Jackson. See if you can't catch lightning in a bottle while the Chargers pick up most of that contract, and then they there's no more guaranteed money, so it's not as bad. Everyone's like, they're taking back on that big deal. He's out. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it'll be all good. But, it, look, we've called for it for a long time, particularly I'm banging the drum of, I need the separation of church and state is in I like Bill Belichick the coach I can't have Bill Belichick be the guy that that's picking the the talent and whatever that relationship is whoever else is in a front office working with him that's got to go like that that's the part that's you know we talked about it with the Giants the other night Jason you know when we talk and as we got down the Daniel Jones trade or whatever highway you can find that at Fox Sports Radio at how about a fresca at Swollen Dome uh, a very animated video uh, discussion between the two of us there but the the idea of all right you got a bunch of guys that you brought in 
It's all just a list of names. I'm reading articles today. It's like the Giants plan to get Darren Waller more involved in the offense. Like, (laughs) what the hell took you four weeks to figure that out? Especially when he was, yeah, he was the guy they were going to give it all to. Right, that was your prize guy. Your prize guy. Yeah, Hyatt was going to be nice and Robinson off injury, all of these things. But I digress. The idea is that you had quantity over quality, and you did the same thing here. What did we read about Juju Smith-Schuster? I was like, all right, fine. He's he's a serviceable, right? Two, three guy you know, kind of guy. That his knee could blow up at any time is one mm-hmm. of the things we're reading. Like, mm-hmm. where's the due diligence? The other guys that have come through in the receiving core. Like they're they've taken swings on, on guys that have that have struck out elsewhere in division. Maybe on tape you saw some things you liked of Devontae Parker or some of the others. It hasn't worked. So from the talent evaluation, who's a, who's the only guy you really f- quote fear on that offense? I mean, Stevenson's a pretty good running back. That's it. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, you got a bunch of guys, and I guess Hunter Henry is really good in the red zone. Problem is, you got to get there. It's a really difficult. It's a really difficult thing to see, but eventually that decision is going to have to be made. It's going to be made after this season because this season's just going to continue to spiral out of control because the Patriots aren't good. There's no one riding to the rescue to fix this. It's and good to revisit go. this a month later after we had started the the fire like I said, we're a long ahead of the time curve. ago. Head of the curve. We are. No, no oh. question about it. Yeah. The la- last point on, on this though is they're going to be just good enough to be mid again. They're going to get drummed oh, by the good teams. Oh, look at you. And, and they're going to win games against bad and mediocre squads. In this NFL in 2023, plenty of those, Jason. How good are we going to be? You're going to be good enough to be mid. Wait. Oh, wait. I don't know. Should I but be just excited? good enough to not be that. in the Caleb Williams or any other quarterback <laughs> Am I excited? Am I excited? Uh, coming up next. We have a very special play of the night. And I know I say that, but we have not one, not two, not three, but four potential plays of the night you got to hear. Oh, yeah. That's next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Time now for the play of the night brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, we have a couple of big bold predictions coming up for the next round of the MLB playoffs. But first, the play of the night, we bring you not one, not two, not three, but four equally fantastic plays of the night. LeClerc comes to the belt. He kicks. He fires. He struck him out looking, and the ball game's over. The Rangers have swept the wild card series and are heading to Baltimore for the division series. 7-1, to one, the Rangers win it today to complete a two-game sweep. The 0-2 to Varshow. On the way, and he struck him out swinging. And the Arizona Diamondbacks will advance to the next round of the postseason with a 5 2 win tonight over the Brewers. No balls, two strikes. Soto ready. He kicks the pitch. Strike three called. He got him looking. A hundred miles an hour, and Chisholm takes it for strike three. And the Phillies take the wild card series, sweeping Miami with a 7 1 win. So there you go, your four plays of the night, your Boom. four teams that That was like red win. zone. It was great, right? We're going right from one to another. Uh, Louisiana Hot Sauce Rangers Radio Network, the Treasure Island Radio <laughs> Network, Treasure Island, I can gamble or get treasure, uh, the Diamondbacks Radio Network, and 94 WIP Phillies Radio Network on the call there. There it was, back to back to back to back. So... Yeah, you and I are on opposite or not opposite sides. We have different picks for what the upset of the next round of the baseball playoffs could be. The team I like that could pull the upset in the next round. I like the Twins. I like the Twins one-two punch of Lopez and Gray, who probably they should think about bringing back on three days rest this weekend. They hit a lot of home runs. They looked phenomenal these first two games. Uh, You're looking elsewhere in the American League for yours. Yeah, I was eyeballing the Rangers against the Orioles, wondering if the back end of the bullpen issue with losing your closer uh, to surgery uh, comes back to haunt them, right? You get get in a close game, late innings, and you don't have a guy that was absolutely nails with a sub-1 five ERA there over 30 saves to shut the door so uh, power on both sides obviously I've got ties to Baltimore and and love the fact that they they have something to cheer for and get back to the ballpark they were joking uh, many people that their workout day was attended by more people than the Tampa Bay Rays yeah yeah that sort of happens that way so you got that going on but you know it's a series I'm greatly looking forward to uh, now, if you said to me, what's your best bet? Give me a team that 100% I know is going to advance into the league championship series. I'll give you the Dodgers. Look, the Braves are great. 
Phillies played really well. I can't see the Dodgers losing to the Diamondbacks. I can't. Kershaw's going in game one. The Dodgers are the better team. They have a little bit something-something going on here. I really find it hard to believe that I could see the Diamondbacks playing at such a high level that they're going to beat the Dodgers. I just can't see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, the other National League. See, we're kind of crisscrossing along the way here. The, the Dodgers, you, you got you to make sure, you know, when you're talking about you don't imagine guys being able to go six innings. That bullpen's got to stay right, and you got to get more production. Uh, and Mookie Betts has to wake up. He had an awful September. So, you know, you woke him up when September ended. Let's see what well, happens. Well, he realized he wasn't going to win the MVP, and then like, okay, I'm going to just put it away for the playoff. I'm not going to be – you know, 47. Well, I mean, look, the, the playoff numbers ain't been there either. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be a little careful there. But certainly this September, after all, all the push that he had – I tell you, man, that that's got got me a little nervous. X at how about a fresca? X at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Our best of podcast goes up in about ten minutes on iTunes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it is there. Rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season nine is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 